don't make us who we are So I'll dream until I make it real And all I see is Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Mentorship Mondays with Michelle and Marin. We're going to get some music with this one of these days. <laughs> so good to see you guys. So good to see you, Marin. Happy Monday. To Michelle. Happy Monday. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We are just so excited. I have to tell you, you guys, the comments that you leave, and I know we said this before, but they are so inspiring. And we are so happy that each one of you guys look forward to joining us because Marin and I love doing these. We enjoy it. We enjoy our time together. And it is such a bonus that we have others that are enjoying this time with us. And so soon we will be doing a live and coming on live to join with you guys. So we're, we're going to get into all of that. But today we're just going to talk about a couple different things. And um, Marin for the holiday I know we talked last week that you were going away so you had a trip away and a little bit of traveling a short little little vacation there and that went well and you guys are all back now so how did that go it was good it was so good to be with family and have quality time um, my husband's family has property uh, 3,000 acres and a little a little cabin in 3,000 acres and um, no service. Well, very spotty service. So it's just like 100% quality time. It's so awesome. Um, but the first time I went up there after I had opened, there was, um, this very, this native American man who like, as I fall asleep, they just like come to me, you know, mm -hmm. and he wasn't scary, but he was like very commanding where it made me feel uncomfortable. Like his presence was so like, mm -hmm. you know, oh gosh, like I just feel so small compared to you. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, Oh, like kind of dreading going. So I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a protection up over the property. I did it before I left. I did it the night before I left. And I just imagined this white light dome over the entire property from like where we turn off for the property all the way just kind of like surrounding the whole area and um and as I was doing it the night before the tv was like popping like no it was silence and then as I was doing the protection prayer there was lots of pops and so I was like okay I think it's working <laughs> yeah there's energy flowing you know yeah yeah oh. and um Anyways, so we get up there, everything's great. I fall asleep, nothing. I'm like, I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and I was like, wow, I haven't felt anything. I went to bed and no one was there right when I closed my eyes. Like, this is amazing. Like that protection prayer really works. Really works, yeah. I And so then I was like, okay, let me see if I can like, you know, strengthen it some more or something. And, and, um, and but then whenever, whatever I did, I don't know what I did, but I started to feel people and I was like, nope, can't come through, can't come through, can't come through. And then Native American man came through again. I was like, nope, can't come through. And then he's like, showed up as a blue orb. I was like, okay, go away, go away, go away. So got everyone away again, sealed it up. I felt really good. Went back to sleep, woke up the next day and didn't feel anything. I felt really good. Um, and uh, I did see like, I said, our, I said our family could obviously be there. Um, 
but not anyone else. And I really like we went fishing and I saw an orb next to my boys and my husband when we were fishing. And I was like, oh, that's probably his grandpa, you know, and like, just like, it feels so good. But anyway, so then we left the property. um, And the second we turned on the main road, um, when we were leaving the property, it was like, boom, 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 boom. I kept feeling everybody. So that protection prayer really worked. I'll say it did. Yeah. And isn't that amazing? Because um, that's a very tangible experience to have to really show you that difference of intent, how important our intent is, because it directs the energy. And you had some really big physical validations. And you know, a lot of people might dismiss that and not realize that that what's happening, like with the TV, for example, setting the energy, putting your intent in there and the TV's popping, like, of course, because there's energy, like, you know, that you're putting uh, intention and power. So it's going to affect other sources around you. Do you ever have issues with like, um, like opening up your oven or like, do you have issues with lights? Do you have bulbs pop or anything like that? Oh, we did. We we do, and we we had this one spirit that was like hanging around that would flicker our lights all the time, and it was like we were like, well, maybe it's just a bad light, and then it would go to another light, and then it would go to like another light, and then it was like unbelievable for like three months. It was bad. It was a long time. Yeah, the then it went away. See, because the um, there's a couple different things that happen and there can be an intensity of energy. I found that before my energy was grounded. So when I was, there's like different stages of awakening. And I know when I was in my first stages of awakening, it was like a lot of energy, just a lot of energy moving. And this would happen to me when I was younger as well, but I'd open the oven door and pop the bulb. Like the bulb, it would just go and pop light bulbs all the time, popping light bulbs, light bulbs breaking, like just, just like frequency. And of course, at one point I didn't really understand what that was, although we would kind of make jokes about it, but we didn't really know that's what was happening. Um, But then I noticed once my energy started to ground and I started to integrate more that stopped happening. Now, every now and again, the oven light will still go off every now and again, but it also depends on where I'm at. So if I'm like really in a hurry, I'm trying to get dinner and I'm trying to do things, not open up the oven, out it goes because I've got too much going on. So I always know that that's a signal to me. If I'm not paying attention to other things, these things are coming up to say, hey, hey, maybe you need to go ground yourself and get a little grip on that energy. A little cardinal outside my window. So do you think, I mean, to ground more and that's why the tv popped or do you think the tv just popped no so in that situation the tv was reflecting what it was that you were sending out so not to tell you that you needed to ground but to give you the signal that this was happening and because a lot of things because you're a teacher you know yes we are all students we are all teachers but spirits are always going to take like they're going to amplify when when somebody is willing to share and you and I both know that stepping forward up in front of people it it takes some courage to do that and as we continue to step out 
spirit recognizes that. So they're going to do things or you're going to have experiences that are there, yes, for you, but also for you to share, for you to give that information to other people. And I keep hearing the word hope. So I hear hope. And when we have an experience and we're able to share it, that experience is able to ignite somebody or plant a seed or give hope. And so that's what I feel like that light flickering is validating what you're doing. Yeah. And then having the experience that you did, validating that intent several times, but also leaving the property and then seeing what happens, feeling what happens. I mean, that is amazing validation. Yeah. And, and, and you, it's all happening in your, in your own personal environment. I thought about that too. When I left, I go, wow, this really does validate that my protection prayer worked. And I, and I thought, man, you know, people that can't feel the energy of the spirits would never know that. So that's right. like, hey, and that's why it's so important to say that because Spirit. when we're first opening up, yes, there are people that have are aware of their abilities from a very young age, but that doesn't mean, and I know some people are different, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you understand how to use them or, or that you feel everything like in the way that we do now, because yes, you had these abilities when you were younger, it's the strength of them. And it's the ability to feel them because of all the conscious awareness put to it yeah. and the intent. Well, and, and, you know, as a kid and not doing the protection prayer and as me experiencing it last time too, I just, you just sit through the uncomfortableness. You're like, Oh, this house kind of gets me the creeps. Like, Oh, I'm alone. Oh, I'm in all the woods. Like, you know, you kind of have that and you, you kind of just, yeah, you're like, Oh, it's because it's, I'm in the middle of the woods. It's Oh, because I'm not used to like, you know, being this secluded or, Oh, you know, whatever. And then, but then once you do put that protection prayer, I just, that's kind of what got me the most was like, wow, I feel so good. Like this feels so good. And look how important experiencing the opposite. So going through your first visit and experiencing that. So you had a choice there. So you could have gone and said, oh no, I'm going to not feel good. I'm going to feel, I'm not even going to bother doing that. I don't even know if it works. I don't like you made a choice to do something. And it changed the outcome and you noticed it. And that right there, it's intent. And so is it the actual prayer? Well, yes, because there's vibration. So when we use the idea, the understanding of the word prayer, there's vibration that is prayer. So our words, uh, letters, um, just like notes of music, everything has a vibration. So when you put your intent into a prayer, you put your belief and emotional energy into that. It does a lot. Just like the prayers that we all say that are sent out. When our connection to source, which is always there, does not matter who you are, nobody is disconnected from source. But if you are not um, practiced in communicating with source, if you are unsure of that connection it it's comes through as if it's pinched off it's not as loud so it's not that your prayers don't get heard because they all get heard it's just that the dial gets turned up the more you put your belief and intent to it 
So you're really going to see even more because you're going to share too. So you're going to see even more how powerful and how power. Oh, okay. And I'm getting another thing right now to say. So just that human beings, Erica's saying, um, we are universal. And that's why human beings have so much interest in the cosmos, why everybody is so interested as well. We are the beings that are universal. So we can hold the frequency of source in our bodies here on earth. And we are the only beings that are able to do that, to hold this frequency and be on earth. That's the first time I've ever heard that in that way. That's interesting. So does that mean, Eric, that other beings, because if they're all from source, that they don't hold the frequency? And he says, it, no, that we are all made of that frequency, but it's how we are able to embody that frequency here on earth. So it's something to do with what we're able to contain, pull in to the earth. Okay. Interesting. Um. Like the prayers probably, because I feel like other beings can, they're really good at like manifesting and they're good at that, the collective kind of, like you've said, like there's other beings that are really good at being collectively, like they're part of the collective, they have a better awareness of their collective. Yes, yes. But and we can kind of, we're better at that, that manifesting force for prayer and. Well, he says that we can hold source light so we have the ability to continuously flow with no limits. We have the ability to flow source light within our body and hold that frequency on earth because mm -hmm. we are in the physical body and we're here on earth. So it, the way he's saying is that we don't realize how powerful that is. We're not... Right. Like we're not understanding how powerful that is. And so he says what starts out as information. So for example, let's say somebody hearing this today is the first time they've ever heard that. And there may not be full understanding. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, what does that mean? I'm holding source energy or God's energy here on the earth. What exactly does that mean? And Eric says, as our consciousness expands, so as we continue to grow, we're able to bring more light in. So he's saying it has to do with the evolution on the planet. So that's why the human being, because he says we're multidimensional. So we can do many other things. And we can also have the human experience as well and walk with God's light. So we are bringing it here on the earth and we're able to spread it. We're able to share it hold it and share it and that's why this has to be done through the human being here on earth that makes sense to me I'm not sure if that made sense coming out but that made sense to me in my head with how he's bringing it through because he's showing me visual and saying like think of it as we are the perfect container for what is happening on earth right now but we have been taught and we could get into many reasons of where that's come from, but we've been taught to believe that we are the least important, that we are like the bottom feeders. Mm -hmm. And that comes from perspective of other beings that would like yeah. us to not understand our full power and potential. 
So he says that is a lot to do with why the earth is changing. And he says that human beings are a very important and valuable part of this evolution here on earth. And he's even saying that there were other beings that wanted to do this, that wanted to be on earth. So I know we'll have to explore some of that one of these days and talk about earth and its history and the other beings and that sort of thing. But he's kind of getting on a a little bit of a, a tangent on there, but he says that like, we have the golden ticket. We're the ones that got the Willy Wonka golden ticket. And so we are here and we get to experience this. And he says, that's what you want to hold in your belief system is you want to hold that. I am fortunate. I get to be here. I get to have this experience right now. I am so lucky. I am so fortunate to be here. And he goes, that might be hard for some people to say, depending on where they're at. But he says, know that that is true. Know that that is true. Um, Which brings us back to hope. Right? Because Mm -hmm. hope, as we are hearing hope, hope and all of this, we may not see the changes in our life. We may not see the prayers or the protection prayers that are being done. And do I know if it's really working? What about all of these things I've put effort into and I've been healing and I've been working and doing everything I know to do. And what if I've been doing this and doing this and I'm not seeing the results yet? I'm not seeing the changes in my life or everything was going so well and I've been trying so hard and then I got this drop in my life and everything is flipped upside down and now I don't know what's happening what if what if I was believing in something that and actually I was completely on the wrong path and there are many people that are experiencing that very thing right now and I've spoken to a lot of folks in the last little while with a lot of our um, we'll say solar changes energetic shifts no matter where you are on your path right now there's something that you're going towards whether it be more peace whether it be a new job a new relationship some changes that you would really like to have in your life but physically you can't understand what move to make next because you've done everything that you know to do and so now you're in a waiting area and What I hear a lot is, I feel like I need to be doing. I need to be doing Mm -hmm. more. I need to be doing more. I feel like I'm wasting my time. And again, remember that we've come from a society, and like we've talked before, we're in a sick society that says, you must work to the bone. You know, time is money. Um, The early bird gets the worm the everything is go 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 produce more make more be more do more if you want all these things you have to constantly be in motion and as a society we've become exhausted and so when we're on the spiritual path and the spiritual path is just another word for saying our true path our 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 true selves so we can call Mm -hmm. it whatever we want it we're on this journey of life where we have an understanding that we are more than our physical body, 
we have the understanding that we have an ability to create a reality that is aligned with us when we're no longer, because we're always creators. So we're no longer creating from the ego. We're now creating from the higher perspective of ourselves. When we're doing that, we will all, no matter how tuned in we are, we will all hit phases of, I don't know what's happening. What's next? And that's part of being human. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how in tune you are, or how well you read other people. We all go through that, right? That's so funny that you say that because even just, gosh, when was it? Like yesterday or the day before I was thinking about how I need to get in flow. I need to get in flow because when I'm in flow, then I'll start like progressing, moving fast, you know, but just being is important. Being. And I could be, can I be in flow and be and just be? Yes. Too? Like, is that thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Being. It, so there's doing and being. And my favorite thing that Eric said to me one time was, he says, what are you? And I've heard this through other people, but, but he said this to me, what are you? He goes, are you a human doing or a human being? Which are you? I'm like, oh my God, I'm a human being. Of course I am. So he says, what is your most natural state? It's presence. Your most natural state is being. And so what is the adversity or the opposite of being is doing. So here's the thing is that we have been in this, like we said, in this society, in this movement of do, 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 go, go, go. But our natural state is actually existence. And the brain is meant to use for action, like the mind, how do we put it together? How we put it to action? Because the mind is where we, in the brain, we go back to experiences. We remember, and then we try to put together from memory, projecting what's going to happen. Okay, so that's not psychic impressions. That's the mind going from this to this. And that's what people get caught in, the back and forth. And okay, now I'm not doing something because this doesn't feel right. So think of what we're creating when we're going back and forth. We're creating confusion. We're creating more questions than answers. And then we start to get ourselves in this anxious cycle or this feeling of I need to find something to stop this from happening. This feels out of control. I need something to put in my energy to put me on structure and control. Okay, so we can match that with what we've been raised in in society. So now with all of that information, you can look at things and say, all right, so being, my natural state is being. And practice of being is a practice in itself. And that is (laughs) allowing yourself if you say, okay, so we'll, we'll say your example, Marin, is like, okay, like I, I need to do something to get into the flow. All right. So how would I create flow when I'm feeling I'm out of flow? Okay. That's a little bit of a conundrum there. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So the easiest way to be in flow 
is to release the need to do. Oh, okay. Okay. So releasing the need to do is you first want to question yourself. Is there anything that I've started that I've not finished? Is there anything, because sometimes when we're feeling that, we may have felt inspired to start things even in the mind. We may not have actually done something physically, but we may have started something in the mind, which has now cluttered us up. It's cluttered the mind up. So is there anything going on that I can finish? The reason why we go to that is when we do those things, that's clearing. Whether it's clearing out the thought in the mind or clearing something that we subconsciously are connected to. That we so we do to. want to finish our tasks. Yes. So if there's something that you have, and of course you want to connect importantness and prioritize that. So is it actually something that is useful? So is this going to help me get closer to my goal? And that might mean a short-term goal, like this is something I actually need to do for myself because if I don't, then I'm not going to have dinner tomorrow. Or like, like we'll say doing the dishes or doing things like that, okay? So if there's short-term, like daily short-term care, you want to kind of break it down and go through it in that way. If there are things that you want to do and you're like, but I don't know how to do them or I don't know how to start them, then you want to categorize them as this is a long-term goal. I don't have the answers of what the next steps are right now. And that's okay. That means that that is in a state of being. And so in your mind, you file that under a state of being. And so once you've kind of gone through that process in your mind and emptied your mind out, then you go to whatever you can do to relax yourself. Because a state of being is allowing yourself to be in the presence of whatever is going on and not feeling the need to jump up and do. Because you want to start to observe where your doing is distracting. Yes. I, oh, I'm so guilty. I like, I see this. This is, I procrastinate like yoga and meditation a lot of days. Like I'll be like, I can't do that right now. I can't do me. I've got to go do this. And I've got to go do that. I've got to go do that. I've right. got to do that. I want to get all that done. Yeah. Then I'll go do that. And then it's eight o'clock and I'm like, well, I think I just need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's it. And that's where you want to do a little, okay, so where can I put in me? Where can I fit in me where I'm going to get more from it? Right? right. Because it's not that those other things that you want to do aren't important or that you, that you shouldn't do them, but it's really prioritizing. Am I doing these things and distracting from me because I need to take care of this because it makes me feel like I've not done enough if I take care of this and do this now and don't take care of these things? Like really look at the conversation. You no, know, that's what it is. I'm like, oh, I will be a bad wife and a bad mom if I go be, you know, I need to do, I need to go do this and I need to do that and I need to do that and do that so I can mark off all my check marks and get my perfect star for the day. Yep. And then I can go be. Yeah. Yes. yes. And that is a um that can be a an anxious uh almost an anxious attachment that we have. Yeah. And I remember when Rob was working nights and he worked um he did armed guard service for a long long time and he worked sometimes 12 and 14 hour nights in 
like out of town. So he'd be traveling two hours, work all night, travel back hour, half, two hours. And this would be in the winter and everything too. So we rarely saw each other. So when, when he was able to be awake, I wanted to have time with him, with the kids. So I'd put the kids to bed and at the time I just had the girls and they were in bed, say by seven o'clock, I would clean our carpets at night. I would do laundry. I stayed up all night cleaning because in my brain at the time, I had myself so like, I need to take advantage of the time that he's not here so that my kids have my, my full attention all day long. I'm not paying attention to duties that I have to do. And then when Rob wakes up from the night, I'm completely focused on him. I was exhausted. Like I was exhausted and I did that for like a long time until I finally cracked. Right. But that right there is like these ideas. It's a belief. They're all subconscious belief systems that we create inside of ourselves. And it's almost like we create this marker, like this line of my life needs to be my, my world needs to be like this for me to feel done for the day or complete for the day. And those are the things that we want to deconstruct and look at where am I continuously putting myself last? Where am I continuously putting, you know, and when we have young children and, you know, we have dynamics in the household, of course, we're going to do a lot of things to take care of our kids and to, you know, like that, that is not, um, out of the question or wrong to do that but you always want to keep yourself in the equation you always want to put yourself into the equation because you're creating a whole new belief system Mm -hmm. a whole new way of living is what's happening and so many of us our whole belief systems and lives subconscious has been completely deconstructed and and being basically spit back up so we can <laughs> so we can re you know re redo yeah. ourselves so we can rebuild with who we really are because this really is a path of authenticity so anything that is a belief that is not it may have been a belief that was okay for a while but it doesn't fit where you are now so if you feel that you're pushing to keep things together um and and Marin also there's so many people that are and I imagine you feel this too because I know I feel this sometimes is that foot in the physical world and that foot in the non-physical world and that managing Mm -hmm. so so being in both worlds at the same Mm -hmm. time and we have to be easier on ourselves with that especially as healers and helping other people, we have to really slow that down for ourselves and really take stock of where we're at from day to day so that we're able to figure out where our balance is for that day. That could be a whole nother episode on balance because I live up here and so do I. I really want to come down. Like I like it. I do too. It feels wonderful. I know. Yes. (laughs) But I, I think it creates conflict because my husband's in the physical and, you know, lives in the lower chakras 
and I'm in the upper chakras. And so sometimes we don't meet. Well, and isn't, isn't that, that's actually a, a really good thing because having a partner that is in a, a different, um, cause you're definitely not in a different vibration. You are in similar vibrations. So you're playing in the same chords because what Eric says is your belief systems, your direction, the structure of your relationship is going in the same direction. So okay. like you're looking ahead and what your values, like the core values are there. It's when we vibrate differently and that our core values are actually quite different. And so we may have um, many partnerships that came together over situations or circumstances that didn't really have those core belief systems. Those are what are being pulled apart right now so that each individual can say, okay, like we do or we don't believe the same thing. Um, it's like we're getting clear, clear eyes. And so your relationship is very... Um, it's on the same pages, but to have one partner that is more in the physical is a benefit as it is in my household too, because <laughs> if we didn't have that little anchor to keep us oh, going, yeah. we would float off into the distance. <laughs> I just I got a little visual of like my head with a string, like a balloon, <laughs> like, Woo! yeah, yeah, because yeah, it does feel yeah. good. It does feel good you know, and, and that is, um, like that in itself, when we're in the upper chakras, we might be getting all kinds of inspiration, but if we don't have that grounded energy, if we don't have that balance, it's very hard to take all of that inspiration and put it into action to do things yeah. with it. And that's really what we want to do is we want to bring that inspiration into the physical and we're only responsible for part of it because we're co-creating so there's a lot of spiritual energy that is assisting us in doing it so we just got to take care of this and mm -hmm. hey, eric goes that's the number one issue as human beings we try to control everything <laughs> so we want to just take care of this and the rest will come yeah okay so um to recap here we've got we're doing everything right but to, to do, we do, we're doing everything right in the, in the spiritual and we're, we're being now, right? That's step one. Well, no, step one is to get rid of your to-dos. Mm -hmm. Step two is to be. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then step three is to continue to be. <laughs> <laughs> you continue to be and be and be until you receive inspiration. Actually, that's true. That okay. is true. So so practice being is, it means being in flow. So here's an example. Okay. It's um, so funny because being means like stop, but it doesn't, it means. It doesn't. Be, it means. Be present, be in flow. Yes. Okay. And, and that's, I'm glad you said that because it, it it's important to explain these things. Um, especially, yes, Eric goes, especially for Michelle, because she has a tendency to like, see in her head and talk from that place and not describe the rest of it so thanks eric <laughs> um but yes so being doesn't mean just sitting still and doing nothing being means that 
I'm not allowing the outside world to dictate how I feel. I'm not allowing the circumstances to pull me around emotionally and mentally. I'm going to be where I'm at and not. So as I'm saying this, Eric is showing me financial because that's a big thing for a lot of people. So I might look at the bank account and say, oh, my God, there's only this much in the bank account. I'm in a panic mode. Now I need to get on the phone. I need to start calling people. And what am I going to do about this? And what am I going to do? And I've got to ask for this. It's saying that when you are in the process of change, of evolving, when you're on this on this path and you know that you are working on things. And Eric says, and this is very clear to understand that we're speaking to, you know, you're on this you're manifesting something, you're changing something. So he says that when you see the numbers of your bank account or when you hear a situation that has occurred and all of a sudden you feel like everything has changed, if there's nothing that you need to do, and this is why he said to take stock of, is there something you didn't do? Is there something you need to finish? Because that's a little different. But if it's not like you're just sitting here waiting for the skies to open, for everything to drop on you. It's not that at all. It's you're allowing yourself to stay centered. And if you feel like, well, I don't know if I fully believe that my finances are going to get better. Well, can you put your belief system into, I am going to believe that an opportunity will come to help me that I'm going to see an opportunity, whether that be a job, whether that be somebody is offering you a loan to help you get through a period of time or you find something. It, it means that I'm going to be and I'm going to do what I know to do to keep myself centered. And I know by continuing to do that, I'm allowing myself to be in a state of flow and clarity so that when inspiration comes in, so when that nudge comes in that it is time to do something, I'm going to know and I'm going to feel it. So that kind of reminds me of like the gratitude practice, right? Like I'm having the gratitude helps you stay in flow. And then when you say flow, it kind of reminds me of like when you say, if it's meant to be, things will happen easily. And if it's not meant to be, things will close. So like if you have that consistent gratitude practice, like I'm thankful the universe is, you know, providing for me always. I know that, you know, I will have money to have my needs met. And then all of a sudden this loan comes out or you, you apply for a loan, you apply for a new job, you ask so-and-so for money, you put like three anchors out yes. and the one that is going to be the best will work for you. Yes. Is that kind of? Yes. Okay. It's it, because that always like the, the things that always come in are like, um, trust. So we're, we're working through practices of trust, um, hope, faith. Um, but we can only do so much as far as action goes. So like you just said, if you put yourself out there, so if you know there's an opportunity and you know you want it, don't wait for something to come to you. 
not to say that things won't happen that way because they do, but if you have opportunity to put yourself out there for something you know you want, then do it. If your question is, uh, oh yeah, Eric's just saying, you'll know if you're ready. Because if you're not ready, you won't even want to entertain doing it. But if you're doing that back and forth, like, oh, but what if I get denied? But what if I, then you're ready. And he says, he wants to speak to those that have said, but I keep doing this and I keep pushing or I keep trying and the same results continue to happen. Well, he says, then that means it's time to lay off. It's time to pull back your energy from that direction. And in that circumstance, that would be a um, B. I'm going to be in this state. I'm going to be okay with where things are at. Um, something else that's being added is acceptance. Part of being and being able to be in that state is having acceptance for where things are in this moment, but also having acceptance that everything is in a flux of change. So just because it says this is the way it is in the present moment, it doesn't mean that it will stay that way. And so he says that no matter where you are on your path right now, you're always, because we are multidimensional beings, we are working in more than the physical world. That's why our ability to visualize, our ability to, like with the prayer of protection, all of this work that we can do outside of the physical. So if you're being, are you doing meditation? Yes. Whether that's sitting meditation, walking meditation, artwork, whatever puts you in that zone. Are you taking care of you? Are you taking care of your vessel? Are you doing things that make you feel good? Or are you doing all the things that you feel you have to do before you can feel good? So these are all the little things that help you be in a state of flow. But being in a state of flow is what we are when we're not resisting. Uh, so like the gratitude practice would would be an excellent yes gratitude helps get us in the state of flow uh, absolutely and um recognize the difference and, and as we're saying this it's good to recognize the difference so like i know what it feels like when i don't have protection i know what it feels like when i do and what's happening too marin is you have a point where you're not even going to say that you just know that when you go, you're protected because it's put in place and you know it. And that's the way it works. It's just, it becomes part of your structure. Well, it's so funny too, because when I first did protection prayers, I didn't even feel as good as I did last time. And that was one of the things I thought was like, wow, I think because I'm trusting my prayer more, it's like working more, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, uh, absolutely. And it continues to expand. So, you know, we really are living very differently than, you know, conscious living and consciously moving through everything. It is, it's work. It takes more work because anything that we do differently, uprooting an old way of living doesn't just happen overnight, right? It does take time, but it will feel like one day you wake up and go, oh my God, like this is my whole life is so different than what I could have ever imagined. I know you already feel that 
yeah, in so many ways. Of, yeah, a lot of it has been like little changes too. Yeah. So yeah, we we're kind of talking about I've done all this and I don't see the changes yet. But sometimes the changes are it's like your hair growing. There's so little. It's yes. not until like you're so far down that you're like, wow, look yeah. at how far I've come, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But um if there's anything else coming out. Message today is to have hope. Be a human being, not a human doing. Be a human being and enjoy being a human being. Because we truly are a multifaceted, multidimensional, amazing group of beings that has limitless possibilities. All of us. And so have hope. And if, if you feel like you're running out of hope, know that there are many of us here to help lift you up. And if you need a little hope, you just put a little comment down there and we'll wrap you in some light and put a little heart on you to help you get through this next state. But right. um, we're going to see some, some really big changes over this year because the energy that is really coming in for the end of this year and into next year is fast. It's very fast moving. It feels like it's coming in faster and faster. So there's a, a question. Lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, not to interrupt. So this just kind of came to me too. Is there like a way, <clears throat> like Josh has been kind of playing with his spirit guides about like symbols and stuff. And so um, <clears throat> he always wants to see a, a bald eagle. And um, at first, like he saw like one bald eagle. He was like, eh, I don't know if that was it. And now he sees them like all the time. And so I feel like that's flow. Is there something, can people do that too? Like, hey, don't put the pressure on the symbol, but like, show me the symbol. Show me how in flow I am. Like, can, and it can kind of, can it be like a gauge of, of yes. your flow? Yes. Okay. So um, a, a really good indication of being in flow is um, when you're seeing numbers all over the place and you're like, when you are picking up on the signs, you're in flow. Okay. Okay. So um, what Josh has done is a couple of things. He's showing his ability to be a magnet, to create this experience. So he's opened up the, um, we'll say the, the lines or the pathways for these eagles to come through. He's attracted them because of his belief. And the more that he would see them, the easier that would become. But yes, um, his guides are working with him to help strengthen his belief, to help strengthen his knowing. Um, but we have a Rolodex of symbols. So like, you know, Spirit will use our Rolodex all the time and use situations that we've been through all the time. But they will do different things with us. And you know, you've done different things too, where you've had your guides show you things. And I think it was, was it? Yes, it was you that gave that really good um, game with asking spirit to show you a sign and giving them 24 hours, whatever oh, yeah. to show you. That was really yeah. fun. And I did that and shared that with some other people too. And that was, had some really good results. Um, Uh, Josh's spirit animal is the eagle. 
Just so he knows. <laughs> that, that is one of his guides. Oh, yeah. Because he's a leader. Yeah. Yep. So, um, is there anything else? <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm like trailing off, and I'm like, oh, there's lots of information coming in there. Oh, yeah. no, I just thought like that kind of came to me, and you know, like, how do you track your flow? I track it. I you get that feeling, but also like, yeah, signs and symbols. I thought, yeah, well, definitely on how you feel and um, signs and symbols. Um, the other thing too is the validation, like when you get in your flow or don't discount the little validations that come in because your story that when you start to really get on the go into your journey, you will be receiving messages that come through in so many different ways to validate the thoughts that come in the, you know, and it's really important that you don't discount it but that you don't also hang off of it either. And that's also part of flow is not allowing yourself to really get stuck in something and allowing it to take you too far down a path because even too much good can create a problem just as much as bad. So you want to just use everything to your advantage. And if you notice yourself kind of going down a rabbit hole that's taking you off the trail, then, you know, just kind of back that up because sometimes, you know, we'll get signs and we can read into those signs a little too deep and then it takes mm. us down, you know, doesn't mean that you're not getting information. It doesn't mean that it's not true, but it can turn out like after a couple days of doing that, you can feel like something shifted or something's not the same. And so I've had people say, well, why? Like, I don't understand. And what spirit has told me for them is just saying, well, like those things will come to you more if you need them. If you need that information, that's going to come. You don't have to keep digging after it. It's like observe the signs. Okay, I get what that means for right now. And then allow it to unfold if it needs to for you. And that will help you. Those are like little shortcut, like little pieces to say, if I don't need to go down that far, then you know, maybe it's better for me to just kind of stay on this task. That makes sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got that. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. <laughs> I'm just rambling now. <laughs> no, it's all so interesting and in what we need, need. And I love it. No, there's, there's so much. I think that we could probably do a 24 hour marathon, although you and I would get tired, but we could probably just keep oh. talking and talking and talking and just letting oh, it all come out. It's just so interesting how everything is really expansive yet interconnected. Like one topic leads you to like that. It's all connected. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And everything is connected. There is not one thing that is not connected. It's all no. connected. So I guess with that, guys, we're going to cut it off here. And uh, Mare and I are going to do what we got to do today. And flow, get in the flow. Get, yeah, we're going to get in the flow today. So I hope you guys get in the flow too. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. 
and we will see you at the same time next Monday. Bye, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Bye, Mary. Bye, Michelle. Bye.